And of course, time and nature can boost that sense of self-compassion as you become more attuned to your own self-care needs and I suppose your own vulnerability as a human being. I'm Dr. Mark Rowe and welcome to my podcast, In the Doctor's Chair. As a family physician, my expertise is supporting people in the areas of positive health and lifestyle medicine. Join me in conversations that share life lessons, health habits and leadership practices, focusing on positive psychology, lifestyle medicine and ways that enable you to live with more vitality on purpose, appreciating that when it comes to your vitality, that everything is so interconnected. Episodes will air weekly and you can find me wherever you listen to your podcasts. And of course, on my website, drmarkrow.com. As a practicing family doctor with expertise in lifestyle as medicine, my purpose is to encourage and support you in terms of positive health, personal growth and all things well-being. As I say, to never stop starting. Each month on a live webinar, I teach learning by doing and learning by being. The why and the how of health enhancing habits, giving you the science as well as support strategies to live with more vitality. I'd like to invite you to join my self-development club. To learn more and to sign up, visit drmarko.com. This podcast is all about the well-being benefits of spending time in nature, what I call forest therapy. As I say, gift yourself more time in nature to nurture your well-being, creativity and connection to the world around you. For years, I've had an intuitive sense that being in nature is such a health enhancing environment, not just by my own experiences, but by those of so many others. You know, many of my patients have benefited from spending time in nature, and that led me to start prescribing a walk in nature as a therapeutic tool in collaboration with Mount Congreve Gardens back in 2017. Because, you know, when you spend some time in the natural world, it can be so restorative, so incredibly relaxing. It can be a tremendous way to de-stress after a busy day at work. And, you know, more than that, I've found the beautiful Mount Congreve Gardens close to where I live really to be a sort of creative laboratory, giving me a sense of mental clarity, peaceful equanimity. You know, it really inspired me to write my last book, The Vitality Mark, spending time during lockdown in that beautiful natural environment. And of course, time and nature can boost that sense of self-compassion as you become more attuned to your own self-care needs and I suppose your own vulnerability as a human being. You know, fascinating research from Stanford has shown that people that walk in nature as opposed to those that walk in an urban environment have reduced brain activity in areas known as the subgenual prefrontal cortex. And that's an area of the brain that deals with simply your inner critic and enabling you to dampen that down and you become nicer to yourself. It boosts feelings of self-compassion. So I want you to imagine for a moment a prescription that you can take and repeat indefinitely that's going to replenish your mental and physical health, restore your emotional energy and overall vitality. Something that's a gateway from doing to being, enabling you to recharge and feel more at ease in yourself. Something that enables you to soak up stress while at the same time plugging you into 
a bigger connection with the world around you. Sights, sounds, scents, smells, bringing a sense of serenity and inner peace. Just think of the birds singing. Imagine seeing the speckled sunlight through the leaves, the scents and aromas, attunement of the senses. This is the concept of a green exercise prescription to spend time outdoors in nature for health and vitality. And recent research has shown that 120 minutes over the course of the entire week is considered the minimal effective dose beyond which you really do start to enhance your well-being. But I think rather than getting too caught up on the amount of time you spend in the natural world, simply focus on being really present when you're there. Disconnect from the busyness of your everyday life to reconnect with the essence of who you are. Now, forest therapy was devised initially by a brilliant Chinese doctor who was working in Tokyo known as Dr. King Lee. And he found that businessmen, Japanese businessmen are, are notorious for overworking. They have a term in Japanese known as karoshi, which means death from overwork. And he found that bringing these Japanese businessmen into the woods and measuring their blood pressure and their stress hormone levels before and afterwards, he found that he could reduce their stress hormone levels, cortisol by 12%. He could lower their blood pressure, lower their pulse rate, and at the same time, reduce feelings of fatigue while increasing feelings of vigor and vitality. And this led to the adoption of the term known as forest bathing or Shinrin Yoku from the Japanese words Shinrin meaning forest and Yoku meaning bath. And really it's very, very old idea that you just simply immerse yourself in nature using your five senses of seeing, smelling, listening, touching and tasting. So imagine a bridge between you and more well-being and more vitality. Well, forest therapy or Shinrin Yoku can become that bridge, a bridge to take you home, not just to nature, but to your true nature. Research has found that spending time in forest environments lowers sympathetic nervous system activity. It dampens down the stress response. So let's look at some of the many benefits of forest therapy for your well-being, health, and overall vitality. Well, mentally, spending time in nature can quieten the merry-go-mind of anxious negative thoughts, reduce feelings of toxic stress, anxiety, boost mood, make you feel less irritable, increase attention span, boost your short-term memory and your focus, enable you to engage with, you know, being more present. I call it mindful presence. In addition to that, you can boost creativity, shift perspective, inspire new ideas. As you suppress the stress response, you also boost recharge from stress, which is known as the pause and plan relaxation response. It's the parasympathetic nervous system that lowers blood pressure and heart rate, increases heart rate variability, improves heart health. It can positively impact digestion, metabolism, and also increase your pain threshold. Deep breathing in nature brings fresh oxygen to your cells and you inhale all of these fighting sites. They're like natural antiviral and antibacterial substances secreted by plants that also boost your immune system and support your overall well-being. And it's not surprising that spending time in nature can reduce your risk of many chronic health conditions. Not only do you boost mood and feel more positive, more enthusiastic, more hopeful, You'll raise your subjective well-being and your inner feelings of 
contentment and happiness as you boost feelings of empathy, compassion. And, you know, being in nature can produce what's known as a flow state. The flow is a very important, I suppose, psychological term for peak performance and peak experience where you're really in the zone. And being in nature can also boost a feeling of awe. And awe is an intense positive emotion where, you know, you really feel you're part of something bigger than yourself. This is known as the small self effect, where you feel smaller and less significant in relation to the world around you. And in terms of your relationships, being in nature can make you nicer to others and to yourself as you build empathy and compassion and you strengthen your sense of self in terms of self-awareness, self-compassion, self-acceptance and boost, I suppose, your overall self-care. And of course, I think you can really raise awareness of the importance of the natural world and being more connected to the natural environments and to the world around you, which I think is good for the sustainability of our planet long term. Of course, forest therapy works best as a form of prevention to recharge from stress. It's never meant to replace, you know, standard professional medical advice or, or treatment or, or counseling for those that are unwell, but see it as a very helpful add on to your everyday lifestyle habits. Because, you know, spending time in nature can really be so good for your physical, your psychological and your emotional well-being. And, you know, it's often available on our doorsteps and it may well be free. And maybe it just costs a little bit of your time and attentive awareness to choose to be more in nature. So if you want to experience forest therapy, what I would say to you is get out into a natural environment, turn your phone off or put it on silent. You know, you want to disconnect from the busyness of everyday life, disconnect from time itself and allow yourself the gift of being present so that you can become a true observer of all around you. You can observe the patterns in the trees, the leaves, the branches, the clouds and the sky. And as you begin your forest therapy experience, do a little check-in. Have you a list of things that are bothering you right now or worrying you, people, situations, problems? Just choose to intentionally let go of them for the duration of your nature experience. As Wal Waldo Emerson once famously said, adopt the pace of nature. Her secret is patience. And as you gravitate from the busyness of life to the lightness of the natural world, you disconnect to reconnect. Become the noticer of what you notice as you tune into the sights, sounds and smells of nature. Look around you. What do you see? What are your eyes drawn to? What sounds do you hear? Who made them? What do you smell? What do you sense? How does your body feel as it moves? What direction are you drawn towards? How do you feel from an emotional point of view? Simply notice what you notice over and over and over again. Now close your eyes. What can you hear? What can you sense? Just think for a moment about ways in which nature gives unconditionally. What it gives to you that you can see. What it gives that you can hear. What it gives that you can feel. What it gives that you can sense or touch. What it gives that you can taste. Breathe slowly and mindfully. And as you breathe, say silently to yourself, 
As you inhale presence, you exhale distraction. As you inhale patience, you exhale impatience. As you inhale stillness, you exhale busyness. As you inhale serenity, you exhale stress. Before you leave the natural space, reflect on all you've noticed in terms of what you experienced, how you feel now from an emotional viewpoint compared to beforehand. Do you feel more relaxed and revitalized? How can this experience inform your life going forward? Ending with a simple gratitude practice further helps to further consolidate the forest therapy experience and deepen your ongoing relationship with nature. Become aware of the many things that you appreciate which contribute to your well-being. For example, your mind that allows you to reflect, observe and better understand yourself and others. Your heart that provides so much empathy and compassion. Your physical body that enables you to be in the world. Perhaps the best description of forest therapy I've ever come across was written by Helen Keller, the beautiful blind lady who wrote. And her friend had just returned from a long walk in the woods. And when Helen asked her what she'd seen, she said, oh, nothing in particular. And in response to this description, Helen wrote, I wondered how it was possible to walk for an hour through the woods and see nothing of note. I, who cannot see, find hundreds of things. The delicate symmetry of a leaf, the smooth skin of a silver birch, the rough, shaggy bark of a pine. I, who am blind, can give one hint to those who can see. Use your eyes as if tomorrow you will have been stricken blind. Hear the music of voices, the songs of a bird, the mighty strains of an orchestra, as if you would be stricken deaf tomorrow. Touch each object as if tomorrow your tactile sense would fail. Smell the perfume of flowers, taste with relish each morsel as if tomorrow you could never taste or smell again. Make the most of every sense, glory in all the facets and beauty which the world reveals to you. I think those beautiful words by Helen Keller really for me epitomise the opportunity that forest therapy provides to all of us. An opportunity to be more present, to intentionally choose to be more patient and kinder to ourselves and those around us, including the natural world we are all part of. And all of this will enable you not just to boost your well-being, but enable you to live with so much more vitality. Thank you. Thank you for listening to my podcast, In the Doctor's Chair. For further resources to support you to live with more vitality, please visit my website, drmarkrow.com.